You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. We have our news panel in studio. We have journalist Megan Scully. We have Joe O'Shea, who is the editor of Cork Bio and on Skype from News Talk. We have Kira Kelly. Okay. Joe, we're going to start with you, Elon Musk. What's he doing? What's he up to? Yeah, everybody's favourite pantomime Bond villain, Elon Musk. <laughs> but this is, this is a very... This is, on the face of it, this looks like a bit like a science fiction story. He announced during the week that uh, his company, Neuralink Corp., one of his companies, has successfully trialled a, a neural interface, which is basically a chip that they put into a real-life human being's brain, and they've managed to pick up uh, signals and all that kind of stuff. It sounds science fiction and it sounds a bit, you know, oh, what, you know, what could that possibly be? And the, in the publicity, Elon Musk is talking about the ability of people to control computers with their minds, right? But actually, this is very, is very interesting, very, a very serious research. It has been going on for some time, not just by Neuralink Corp, but by other major companies. And what they're going to be able to do, for instance, the, the, the possibilities are endless and boundless. For instance, if you have Parkinson's, if you have, you know, a spinal cord uh, injury, they can, they can implant into your brain and you can interface with, you know, uh, robotic machines you can use. They can transfer maybe thoughts, uh, uh, signals from your brain to other parts of your body. They can combat paralysis. This is the, the big new frontier of, of science and, and, and technology. And what you're basically going to be doing is, is allowing people for the first time ever to instinctively communicate with machines. My God. It's amazing when you think about it. Kira, Dr. Doolittle, we have to go to you on this one. Because it's not so it's it's robotically done, but it's it's basically controlling neurons to either send signals, stop signals. Is is that it? Yeah, and Joe is exactly right. It isn't just Elon Musk. This has been happening as a as a sort of a frontier of research for quite a long time. It will help people with neurological problems. Now there are ethical concerns. You you know, between AI and this it, there is the concern that we'll all be being controlled by, by machines. But for people who have significant neurological disorders, this is breakthrough stuff yeah. and it is fantastic. And I expect that this is sort of cutting edge. But in time, like everything else in terms of research and development, it will become more routine. It will become more developed. And it gives hope to people and their families who may be, as Joe said, yeah. have been paralyzed or who have had other conditions, uh, MS, Parkinson's, things like that, that where their bodies aren't functioning anymore because of a neurological condition. So this is this is great. This yeah. is really, really good, provided Megan, you trust Megan, the there, there, there seems involved. to be a lot of good coming out of this, but there is a kind of a core as well. There's a question mark over another part of it. Yes, yeah, so his plan eventually is to incorporate this into almost everyone, well, not absolutely everyone, but most people's brains, so even if you're healthier as well, just because they want you to be able to control like a computer from your own head. So that's kind of where it's, that's what he's, that's what Elon Musk is trying to do. So while it's brilliant in terms of people who you mentioned with, with motor neuron, with Parkinson's, who, um, who have lost their ability to walk, it is absolutely incredible. Like, and yeah. I think that is, is major. But I think when they start tapping into everyone's brains, that's where the issue is going to so be. So we'll all be like walking Alexis. Yeah, but, yeah, pretty much. you know, turn on the toaster, but okay, yeah. up from the table. Turn on. What'll, what'll happen, Joe? We, we'll be sitting here like this, communicating with each other. No, no, nobody's speaking at all. That's what I'd use it for, actually. Order, order, order some food. Off the internet, like, <laughs> but then they'll hear your thoughts, won't they? Surely they'll yeah. know what you're thinking, and yeah. then it's like, where? What if there's a bad phone? And if your thoughts are kind of projected out?
out into everyone else. <laughs> that'd oh, be very no. worrying. But that's, but that's it. If, yeah. if, imagine being able to read people's minds yeah. or hack into people's yeah. minds, you know? All your, this is where it's all good. Yeah. That's what Kira is about to yeah. there. So you've got that kind of fine line between, you know, AI yeah. slash, you know, med, mm. but if it's used in the wrong way. Actually, we asked it's our viewers, this is interesting. Ultimate. What, Kira? The ultimate, the ultimate wearable, if you like, you know, the wearable technology. It's yeah. the ultimate one. I wouldn't be getting one in my own brain. Thank yeah. you very much. No, I'd be no, worried I'm that you. if you can take actually the wearable off, I wouldn't. You can't take this one off. I'd say. Uh, we asked our viewers in the survey, would you trust Elon Musk's brain implant? And uh, three, we just asked them literally there now. Three hundred and six people got back to us. Yes, said four percent. Ninety-six percent said no. So it's an it's an X. It's an X. <laughs> it's oh a big X. Elon Walk X. Here we're going to go back to you. I think this is a good one, and it's about banning screen time for children. Yeah, this is a really interesting story in the Irish Independent from a mum who is saying, "I have completely banned screen time for my kids. My kids are, are I think, our eldest one is eight. And they don't have any access to screen, no iPads, no, no, very, very little TV, maybe one film a week as a family, no access to the mobile phones and all. And you say that when she says it to people, they look at her like she's a weirdo. And she was kind of going, have I got it wrong? Have I got it right? And it's really interesting because we do know, okay, we do know that quite a lot of harm can come to kids from excess screen use. It decreases their socialization. Also, they do come across harmful content at a certain age, and we all know what we're talking about. So so there are issues there, for sure, in terms of how much use they have and what they're seeing, and also all the stuff with bullying and all of that. But I think banning it outright is is very tricky, too, because you have literally othered your kids from their peers, because most kids have some access. And I think if they have none whatsoever you're basically it's almost like you're homeschooling them or yeah. it's almost like they're Amish or something that they are they are excluded from the norm of their peers and that's not easy because one of the things that childhood is about is about learning to fit in with society it's a, it is a little bit about conforming but conforming in the way that you are able to rub along with people and you are you know have similar points of reference you become part of a tribe those are those are the sort of social milestones that kids tick off and if your kids don't know what every other kid knows. And if your kids are totally out of the loop on the WhatsApp group or the whatever, um, I think banning it all together is probably problematic because I think socialization is very important for children and they will be out of step with their peers. But having said that, I 100% know why she did it because I do think I, like every other parent, worries about my kids on screens because there's far too much of it. So it's trying to strike a happy medium, I think, would be the ideal where that line lies, though, is a bit tricky. Yeah, it's yeah. how they communicate these things. It, it, it is, and they game together, they do all those things. Yeah. But I think she's right to hold off as long as she can, yeah. because if her child is eight, I mean, I'd love to think that my son wouldn't be on stuff, I, I, to be honest. But again, I don't know what you can do. Like, See, the, I mean, it's the stuff that pops up, really, as opposed yeah, to anything else. That's it's the very problem hard to stop that. You have to keep a very, very yeah. close eye, a really close eye, and you have to almost educate yourself as a parent and as somebody who might not be that tech-savvy and know how to, for instance, use software that can block harmful things and stuff like that. But with my own daughter, she, I think like she doesn't get a lot of screen time, but she has a tablet and it's limited, yeah. But and also we're careful about what she can access. But she also, there's a vast 
vast, vast library of stuff that she can look at that oh, she yeah. finds very interesting. And I've noticed her vocabulary and the way she talks has actually been influenced a lot by yeah. quality stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to warn you. I'm ahead of you on this. Listen, that's, that's my big theory, that regional accents in Ireland will be gone in 10 years' yeah. time because yeah. all the kids are sounding the same these days. Yeah, we, we have a good excuse for why you for the sounds that semi-American because his mother is. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like all his school kids, a lot of, not all of them, but a few of them, you know, some of you guys know they speak. Bro, yeah, bro. all this type of stuff. Everything is sick. I said, sick. Yeah, sick knows <laughs> something good, apparently. Yeah, it is, yeah. Sick it's is sick. Great. Yeah, something sick. It is good. It's, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think you have to be careful with it because I am, um, I have actually a uh, limit set my own phone for my own apps and my laptop so that I can limit my use every single day. Mm. So if I do it as an adult, I do think children should do it as well. So what do you do? You said, you said, I give myself an hour and then it beeps and I've you stop. Two hours on my phone, on my apps, just my social media apps. Like mm-hmm. I can look at the, I can use WhatsApp all the time, but yeah. everything else I have a, a limit set. Now I can obviously open up for a bit more. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm like, oh, an extra 15 minutes. But I do, I actually have a limit set onto my phone That's and my laptop. So a certain time, I'll get a warning saying you have a few minutes left. And then I know I'm like, right, put the phone away because I'm using it too much. Probably good because sometimes we don't realise. I mean, that's the truth, isn't it? I mean, Kira, the reality is you could be scrolling away there. You wouldn't know how long yeah. you're on stuff if you're just on the train or oh. something. I know I mm-hmm. found that myself. Oh. Awful. It's a sinkhole for time. Hours pass by and, and you don't realise how much you've wasted your time. But um, I do think uh, Joe is exactly right as well in terms of education and stuff. There is a lot of good stuff yeah. out there on, on, on the net for kids as well. It's about not too much time spent doing it and also maybe watching what it is they're on. But I, I think ex- keeping it away from them all together exactly right yeah but I think we should kind of do it for ourselves as well yeah, though, but as, as they adults, get older like, though it's harder because you see once they start gaming you know yeah. your daughter is still young and yeah. kind of controlled she's seven but once, so. you see what I mean that kind of, you'll find yeah. out in the next year once they start kind of well, gaming they, they're because, more school they're chatting to each other yeah. and gaming at the same yeah, time so yeah. again it's back to once the way they, they communicate that, though, as well. I think you can go I just feel you can go down the tunnel that they don't even know they're going down yeah, sometimes it's hard to come back out you of jump, that if they're, especially if they follow YouTubers and that's all they want so that's the problem YouTubers that's where it's at at the moment now, Megan, I have a pet now instead of a party. You'll have no problems like this in the world at all. You sort out everything. A Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love them. There's the new they're one. Great. Yeah, they're great. More I'm getting the new one. Seriously, I'm getting the new Tamagotchi thing. Sorry, no. I bet your daughter probably has they're that. They're back. Tamagotchi. Yeah. What's the little Tamag- thing The legs. The Tamagotchi. Yeah. They're back. You, you can yeah. touch the little thing now. Uh, yeah, the, well, there, there's... Oh, my God. I'm sorry I brought this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We've careered. <laughs> we were <laughs> talking about kids going down a rabbit hole. We talked about Tamagotchi's Oscar. Sorry, Megan. Thank you. Tamagotchi could be a pet. Yeah. Um, this is actually on News Talk. I heard this, and it's why it makes sense to prefer your pet over your partner. So the kind of question we're asking today is, who do you prefer at home? Do you prefer your pet or do you prefer your partner? Now, there was actually uh, one pet had a survey with Gen Zers, and 36% of Gen Zers said they prefer their pet, as opposed it. to 21 who prefer their partners. Okay, Gen Zers, now again, explain that one for me. They're again, even please. younger than me again, so Gen Zers are... So you're a lot younger than me, so go, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm a millennial. Okay. And then Gen Zers are next. Okay. So, so that's what like age the are so In the mid-20s, okay. Yeah, in the yeah. 20s. And they uh, apparently say they prefer the pets because your pets won't give out to you. They'll sure. always They're give you tick, love. Tick. They'll always be nice to you. If you're in a bad mood, they'll sense it quicker than maybe a human would. So they'll yeah. come over to you and yeah. maybe sit in your sure. lap and follow you around the house and they don't give you back cheek. And so they we're kind of just asking the question, like, is it, is it better to... Look, they won't take out the bins for you. Mm. They won't wash your clothes. Well, do, do you know what I mean? if love. you train them right, they might. <laughs> I've seen some videos on social media of reels of dogs getting food from the fridge. You know, really? if you train a dog right, a dog can do anything. Joe's talking about it. more bought into it already. Yeah. <laughs> this actually worries me. I can understand why people would be, you know, it's easier to spend time with. But I think 
there's a general retreat, and especially amongst younger people, from the world, from yeah. social contact. And I think about it, when was the last time, and I, I, I work with younger people on my team, and I'm like, their phones never ring. Yeah. They don't have phone no, conversations. They don't, they don't talk to people, yeah. though, and, right. and everything's at a, at a, at a, at a wall between yeah. them. Or, there's, or a there's, there. yeah, mm. there's a buffer all of the time. Yeah. And I think there's a generation of people coming up that are losing that easy social interaction, yeah. kind of, yeah. that, that we, mm. we were almost forced into, you know what I mean? But I think but even the fact though. that, yeah. but you're right, but the fact that yeah. even you date now online, you meet somebody yeah. online first, there's no interface, but there's no, like, in the pub. And you filter them all out as well, like, you're not going to be surprised. We have to filter them in front of us, God help us. <laughs> do an analogue. <laughs> that was part of the crack. And then hang I'm on. just going to the toilet. <laughs> Who's filtering me out? Why did you look past me? <laughs> Kira, they're missing out on all the crack. Oh, they're missing out on all the crack. But you know, Joe makes a good point. I think that we have moved into an era where people don't like hearing things that they don't like. So if their partner says yeah. things like, you haven't filled the dishwasher in a week, they go, I don't need to hear that anymore. <laughs> we now believe that we should be able to curate our feed, <laughs> our real-life feed, to only hear what we agree with, only hear what we like, only hear positive affirmations. This idea that we have protected all our young people from stress to the extent that they don't, they're not allowed to hear anything that offends them or upsets them is actually starting to get a little bit out of control. Um, having said that, I'm very fond of my pets, but I'll say yeah. more about um, where they rate on the pecking order. Yeah, but it's up to us as parents to kind of break down that uh, buffer and barrier we just spoke about, oh, yeah. Joy. And, 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 you know, and some kids aren't social or they go through different phases. I'm not saying we should force them to go, you know, but it does worry me that people are losing that kind of easy interaction. Yeah. Even I even see it when I'm walking around or, or the way before, like, older generation would nod to each other or acknowledge that you're in the yeah. same spaces or walking past oh. somebody. That doesn't. That seems to be dying out. Okay, the youngest of us, you millennial, you. (laughs) What do you think? But I suppose is it not the way the world is going? Is this just evolution? Evolution of people. Even I found even growing up, like I grew up on a farm, and I'd go out and talk to animals and tell them my problems from the day before I tell a human, because for me it was easier to tell the pony, like, no, this is what's going on now. They'd usually walk away after a while. It's like, oh, she's she's not got any treats. (laughs) (laughs) She's going again, quick, jump that wall as fast as you can. But but, but it's so important for us, though, Megan, to be be chatting to humans, though. It's good for us to be doing it. Like, say, even the local pub, like, say, years ago, there was an 80-year-old, a 40-year-old and an 18-year-old all in the same conversation. And even that has kind of broken down a little bit as well because we're not communicating like we should be. But it's interesting you mentioned phone calls. Like, I do find that as well. Sometimes I'm like... Could this be said in a WhatsApp now? And does it have to be a phone, phone call? You know, a, vo- a voice message. Yeah. Voice, people even yeah. voice messages now. My, yeah. Oh, God. Voice, voice messages. Oh. And, and you them. look at them and it's yeah, you see, two, you and see? two and a half minute voice message. And they're going, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I have a not five minute that. one on my phone right now from a friend, a five minute voice message. And why don't <laughs> you ramble. like to ring someone, Megan? I don't know. I just think I find it quicker if I'm just running around or if I have you to do something. You just want to say what you have to say, is it? Yeah, I find quick voice note done. Like one of my best friends and I, we might voice note each other all day long but never actually have a phone call. This, oh, my God. Kira, she's curating her life, yeah. her feed, she is, she's at. No Having like said that, Maura, yeah. I hate phone calls. I hate phone calls with a passion, and I, I, I'm, I'm like a millennial. I'm like, ah, my phone is wrong. I'm going to ring you when I come off air. I'm in a meeting when I'm actually just having a cup of tea and a slice of toast at home, but, um, yeah. I don't um, get... I'm the opposite. I hate... I mean, I, I've left the odd voice, but, but I'd rather call someone because I feel you want to say it in that moment. Yeah. And that's it. And I want to see what they say back to me. End yeah. of. Yeah. I, I see people a lot, and I'll stop talking about this. I see people a lot, their phone rings, and they look at it, and you can see them going, oh, I don't want to have a conversation. And they, they swipe it, and that's it, gone. 
Okay. I just sometimes turn my phone upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and leave it there. Yes, they see you through the tree. <laughs> and, and let it go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not feel you should run once more into the fray? You know what yeah. I mean? Rather than... No, I, I find, like, I have to pick my moment. So um, in our GA pitch at home, we have, like, a new loop around and it's yeah. lit up. So I might pick in the evening. And I'm like, right, for this hour, I'm going to go out for a walk and not, then I'll make my phone calls. But just, it has to kind of sometimes suit. This is crash. I don't know, you young people these <laughs> days. Youngins. Kira, we're moving on to our next story. It's about marriage and it's about minding your own business. Gosh, it's, it's like the last story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all connected. <laughs> Yeah, this is a story in The Guardian and about a couple who have gotten married and they're in their 30s and they're saying now, very quickly following the wedding, the pressure is being piled on. When are you having the kids? When are you going to start your family and all of that? And they're kind of going, where is this coming from? And now I have to say I'm 100% with them. I don't think, I think it's a really invasive question for lots of different reasons, including not everyone can have kids. Not everyone wants kids. There's lots of things that maybe it's just an incredibly personal question. I don't think it was always viewed like that, but it is viewed that way now. So I first of all think you should zip that Mm. question. If it comes into your head, just don't let it come out your mouth. But there's something very interesting in people actually um, trying to take a conscious decision about whether or not they have kids. Because truthfully, if you were to think about it rationally, there's never a good time to have kids because it's like a nuclear bomb going off in your life. Everything changes. And not only does everything change, you can't really envisage what life on the other side is going to actually realistically be like. So it's very hard to make that as a kind of a, an intellectual decision. People mostly make it as a kind of a, an emotional one, I think. But even beyond that, the truth is the vast majority of pregnancies aren't planned anyway. So, so there's no decision being made other than another glass of wine. And I think, um, to me, I think people should mind their own business. I think it's everyone's personal choice. I don't actually feel strongly that people should or shouldn't have kids one way or the other. I think it's totally up to them. Mm. But I'm kind of surprised that, that people don't know that, that people are still kind of going, any news and all that business yeah, to young couples? Stirring. Because it seems to me to be very unfair. Do you know what I feel, though, Kira, on this one? And, Megan, I feel your generation and younger are much better at this. I don't believe you or any one of your generation would ever ask that question. I think it's almost like an older generation thing. Yeah. I think people felt the, they, they could do these things before. Yeah. I would never ask somebody that, myself personally, but I'm just saying I don't think... Yeah, I, I do agree. I think a lot of my friends and my peers and everyone my age group, um, a lot more people don't want to have children or are choosing to get married and not have children. So I think you kind of understand that. So you just, you don't really ask. And actually, any, even my friends, if they're having, if they're married, I just kind of wait for them. If they tell me they're having a baby, they're having a baby. That's it. Yeah, yeah we Joe, don't. There was a thing years ago, Joe, where if you started seeing someone, oh, when you're getting engaged, you're getting yeah. engaged, when yeah. you're getting married, and then when you're having a child, and then when you're having the second one. Yeah. We have and to the give the brother one. or sister. Oh, you'd almost God. go like, okay. be very lonely in his own. Yeah. Yeah. You'd almost feel like going, okay, here's a calendar we did up, and you can have that. So we've marked all of the yeah. It's like it is. I, I was I was raised to mind your own business yeah. and and not broadcast your business because why would you do that? You know, it's it's when the questions are loaded and you often find yeah. they are. You know, people will. It's there's an edge to them as yeah, in a right. sort of like why haven't you yet? Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Explain to me. You have to tell me. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's very it's 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 impolite. You shouldn't do it and. It's people's own business. It's very invasive. It's an invasive thing to do. And, you, and, and it's very rarely met with a kind of an angry answer. It's usually kind of, ah, you never know. Yeah, yeah, but you, it's always what kind of do you say about right like, like, See, that's what I'm let's saying. Let's be straight about thing, it. You don't want to start a row. Yeah. You can't turn around and say, that's none of your business. Yeah. Because then there's a row going to happen. I do know? believe, though, that it should time where we are now in society yeah. that 
it's not a question you should ever ask anyone. Mm-hmm. With all the knowledge we have in the world of everything, and yeah. as Kira said, maybe some people can't have kids. Maybe there's a lot of different things, but it's a weird one that people still ask it. But it's, mm-hmm. I always feel it's most older people, myself, yeah. in my own kind of yeah, it's ex- experience. Do we have time for another story? That's, well, that's a wrap. It. We don't. We have to go. <laughs> we have to go. Sure, look, we're like we're sitting around at the home now. Give me another cup of tea. There we have it. Anyway, guys, thanks, Megan, Joe, and Kira, Mila. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or, if you miss the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.